Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast. Where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Oh, we're not doing that. <laughs> I just went. He started it, so I just nah, went. <laughs> you're not going to get me. You, y'all tried to get, y'all conspired. <laughs> I'm just following the leader here. Man, they tried to get me, y'all. So before we, before we revamped, we decided we're not doing out with the old and with the new. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of those things was, you know, welcome to the Word and World podcast. We were... Of course. And we were like, nah, you know, we got Julia. Yeah. We gotta, we yeah, gotta, I remember that. I remember that. We tried to like give her a line. It was like, hey, say this line. Like, <laughs> like, so she just started saying a line. I'm like, eh, nah, man. We or maybe we, we could just nominate. Change this up. <laughs> right. Or maybe we could just nominate a person to start. So, like, if or whoever's idea it was, that might be easy just to do it that way. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking and, out loud. Maybe, I feel like we might have to do that if, if, if we don't have a script. Yeah. And they have to say something like cool, though. They can't just be like, hey, welcome back. Well, that won't be me then. Somebody it has else to be like introducing. A, yeah, it has to be, you know, like a little jingle. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, sound, you sound like you got something. I don't have a jingle. <laughs> Not today. Hey, I'm all for the jingle, man. You got to do a jingle. I am spent. That'd be dope. <laughs> I'll sing the jingle. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm with that. So you don't want a script, but you want a jingle. Something about that feels contradictory. Yeah, that's a little bit more personal. But a jingle has so much more character. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, the listeners can go away, like, with a jingle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Think about your favorite I'll let y'all take care of that. Think about the Wayne Brothers. Yeah. That's that's a jingle. That's classic, though. No one, you can't top that. Love that chicken and Popeye. (laughs) I don't like that one. To me, that's characterization. Black exploitation. Don't. (laughs) <laughs> it is gospel. It's gospel-y. It's a soul singer. I don't like. I have many thoughts and feelings about. That. I don't like that. Welcome wow. Back to the word in the world, baby boy, baby bubba. <laughs> <laughs> do love that silly, chicken man. and Popeyes. It's nuts. Yeah, it is wild. Dude. Now you want to know an example of black exploitation? <laughs> you ever been McDonald's? to Bojangles? Is you ever heard of Bojangles? Well, Bojangles is terrible, yes. So Bojangles, man, like we used to have one over in Oxford. The name by itself, how it's is that still bad. possible? <laughs> how was, I just thought about that. Why is it still possible in 20, whatever date it is? 20, so the, the, worst, the worst part of it is they put like this, this voice with the commercial, <laughs> right? Did you ever hear it, Jason? Nah. So <laughs> they made him sound like some like, like slave on a plantation. Like, oh, Bojangles, he's yeah. like, He'd be like, Bojangles in Oxen Hill. Oh, like, no. like, it was a terrible, <laughs> terrible impression, man, of like this. I don't even know what that character is supposed to be, but it wasn't It wasn't helpful like, for so black yes, folks. Yes, ma'am, I shine yeah. your shoes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. no. There's more where that came from. Like, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, Bojangles. Very. Anyway, anyway. I just anyway, had anyway. Bojangles a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Naturally. <laughs> It wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah, some bomb biscuits, though. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the, the Bowberry biscuits, biscuits really... or something like that. The biscuits. Bowberry biscuits. We are here. contributing to the... <laughs> oh, See, man. the saddest part is we like it. Oh, right? I love it. I love yeah. it. I love every moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what are we doing today? What are we doing? Somebody's oh, got to start us off. Got to start there. Yeah. yeah. Marcus. Marcus had a, uh, a recent experience that I oh. think is yeah. uh our launch pad for this episode and kind of kind of prompted us to want to talk about um s- the spiritual realm yeah so uh it actually started with you so you had me get into a uh, clubhouse jason just kept talking about clubhouse like he said man you gotta check out this platform it's awesome i like what they're doing it's real cool invite only like gave me all the details and stuff like that so like i downloaded the app and it still took me like a couple of weeks or whatever and, I'm, and then like last uh week when we were off for like new year's and stuff i was like man let me check it out yeah all right cool so i take some time i hop on the platform i'm checking it out i'm like man this is dope if you guys haven't checked out clubhouse just yet basically what it is it's like uh it's like very large conference calls with a few select speakers who are kind of hosting the conversation and then the rest of the people are kind of in the audience right and if the if the people in the conversation who are part of the audience want to say something they have to raise their hand and then the people who are hosting the conversation will see that the person raised their hand. They invite them onto the, what is called the stage, and then they can engage in the conversation also, right? And so I'm checking out this platform, man, and I end up in all types of rooms, right? And so the rooms are like very, very specific. So the first one I ended up in, I just wanted to check it out. It was like 
uh, wake up in Atlanta or something like that, like good morning, Atlanta, something like that. And so I hop in there and I'm listening and people are just like having casual conversation. I'm like, this is dope. Another one I checked out since I am like a engineer, I ended up hopping in one that was about like, you know, coding and what languages are hot in 2020, stuff like that for new engineers. And then the third one I hopped in was actually, so, so another thing, just real quick, sometimes they schedule these conversations so you can see what time a conversation starts. And so I'm looking at the scheduled conversations and I see that, you know, on this particular night at 10 PM is a conspiracy theory conversation. And like Jason and Julia know, like that's for some odd reason, that's my right, weakness right there. Here. So like, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there exactly 10 o'clock. I'm gonna try to sign in early if possible. You know what I'm saying? Get front row seats <laughs> to the convo, right? And so I go in there and I'm just listening in. And in this particular conversation, they had limited, you know, uh, the audience um, from raising their hand. So you couldn't raise your hand. You couldn't really say anything. The host was just kind of going at it. And it's like 20 different hosts. And so I'm listening for like hours, you know, um, you get to like, you know, they're going, they're going through uh, some interesting conspiracy theories. The one that they were talking about in particular that night were like, was like uh, giants. And um, they were talking about this general who had traveled to Antarctica. His name was General Bird. And he, when he got to Antarctica, he found some kind of like a, a portal that allowed him to get to like the, <laughs> the middle of the earth or something like that, wow. right? Which I found kind of interesting. Maybe we could talk about another episode, you know. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode. Anyway, I'm listening, listening. And then what they started alluding to with General Byrd's like expedition to the, to the center of the earth or whatever is the fact that they were like these beings, these other types of beings in the earth, like that are spiritual beings, right? And, and General Byrd had interaction with them. And when he came back, he tried to tell, you know, like people at the Pentagon, like there are these other worldly beings in the earth, Right. And he was like, I couldn't tell if they were like, are they physical? Are they spiritual? I don't, I can't really tell you like that. And so what it led to, you know, and there were other people throwing in other conspiracy theories that they thought might've been related to this or whatever, but like they kept alluding to all these like spiritual like things. Right. And so like every conspiracy theory, as they kind of like expanded upon it led to some spiritual like conclusion that they had formed. And what I found interesting is like, man, like everybody's interested in spiritual stuff, right? And so wow. then you had like the different leaders of the conversation start to talk about what they thought, you know, the spiritual realm was like, right? And so there was this one guy kind of really leading the conversation and some of the stuff he was saying, you know, it was just like, uh, it, it was it was interesting to say the least, right? So some of the stuff he was saying is, you know, that, um, you know, we all have like different energies and some of us vibrate high, some of us vibrate low, um, which determines whether or not we are positive or negative people. He said that oh some of God. us are, um, what we're trying to do ultimately is achieve such a high vibration that we become light beings or oh, something like wow. that. And he said like, once we become far out, light beings, we will be associated with the Palladians, um, is which that? is like a different species of spiritual entities wow. that we are all basically trying to become like, you know, oh, uh, boy. yeah, oh, he, was, boy. he was saying stuff, you know, but the thing to keep in mind, right. is like, these people are searching. Right. And so yeah. it's like, when you're searching and you don't have like real direction, you'll grab a hold of just about anything in that search. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. that that makes sense because you're so hopeful for, you know, understanding, you know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like, they're kind of just like gathering together all these facts. Like one guy was saying like, uh, that what the same guy actually was saying, like, after you pass away, like you have a choice to decide whether or not you want to be, you know, a human again, or whether or not you want to be an animal or wow. a tree or, you know, a blade of grass or, you know, um, like you, like you could choose what you wanted to do. And so, even of him saying that he's alluding to concepts from like karma, you know, which we've talked about before in the show. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, a lot of the stuff was originating from like Hindu and Buddhist belief systems, you know, this reincarnation concept. Uh, but then, you know, he's like throwing in these things where it's like, you get choices also. So it's like where he ended up was like, you have control over your own, you know, like eternal destination. And he was like, you might get to the point where you just decided you're done with it all. And you just decide not even to come back. Wow. You know, like that kind of a thing. But he's like wow. alluding to the fact like you, you're in control, like you play the role of God here, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like, you know, like not to keep 
elaborating on it, but it was just like a lot of spiritual concepts, like being thrown out there very rapidly. A lot of people asking questions, trying to get understanding on this stuff. And it's just like, what I could tell is like people are interested in the spiritual realm, but they don't really have a really good picture of what it possibly looks like. And then those who, you know, may have a good picture of it or, or think they have a good picture of it, um, according to what we believe in the Bible, they're still like kind of far off, you know? Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of like, <laughs> it was yeah. kind of, it was a wild night for my first clubhouse night. You know what I'm saying? It was, <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Yeah. It was so good though. I'll be honest. Like it was so intriguing to me because I, I love just like, this was an experience where like, like I've read a lot about like, um, like these types of things before, right? Like what people believe, but to hear people having a conversation about it, you know, like real people discussing their, their, their dreams and experiences and all that kind of stuff that they've had, you know, um, hearing that firsthand just, just like really brought it like to life for me. You know what I mean? Like to read it in an article, like this is what people believe and to hear people actually talk about it is two totally different experiences. Right. right? So it's like, man, like this, this isn't like something that is like, you know, specific to a cult but these are like things that everyday average people are out here grabbing a hold of and you know you had your typical things too like uh burning sage and crystals and universe talk and yeah. all that kind of stuff as well was blended in you know what i mean but it was just like wow like this is this is this is what's out here right now you know what i mean mm. um yeah and think, go ahead bro go ahead no you go ahead i was about to say this is you know like people actually feel like we are we as a people are becoming more spiritual but it's like if it's going in, you know, we have to start asking questions like, all right, even if we are becoming more quote unquote spiritual, is it going in the right direction yeah. or the wrong direction? Yeah. Right. You know? Like there's more than one direction you could go in. Yeah. 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 It's like you can do it based on your understanding or yeah. what God actually wants to tell you. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. There was, yeah. there was one thing just real quick. I'm going to add this in there just to add to that point. Right. It's like, there was a girl who was telling telling everybody about like her experience. She was saying like she had like cats or something like that. And she said like the cats would always be like like staring, like following something in the house or whatever. And she said like one night she was able to see that what they were following were actually like these like shadows around her house. And she was like, it really freaked me out. It made me feel like horrified. I was really scared. I didn't even want to be there. And then somebody followed it up and was like, oh, that's actually a good sign. You wow. know, and he was yeah. like, yeah, that's not something you really have to be afraid of. It means that your cats are very, you know, like perceptive to the spiritual realm and they're actually trying to get your attention. And this could be a good thing because yeah. it means that there's more for you in the spiritual realm. Wow. And it's like, ah, man, wow. like, like, nah, it feels evil because it's evil. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. you know, like those. In the dark at night, <laughs> not <laughs> approaching you, but your cats. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. why would it not approach you? It's <laughs> Exactly. Wow. But I, I guess, like, I, I want to. I want to dive into that aspect of things, right? Like you, you making that comment about, you know, no, that's evil. Um, as believers, we understand, well, I can't even say it in that way. As, as believers who are interested in like the spiritual realm, um, we kind of have somewhat of a gauge of, of how it operates, you know? Hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, I wanted to even like rewind and, and say like, just from listening to you, I'm kind of, I'm intrigued in the fact that like how God has made us all in some way kind of have interaction with and like um, acknowledgement of the spiritual realm, hmm. you know, like, and I think it's something that a lot of people don't really talk about a lot, hmm. but you know, I think a lot of people do have experiences like that girl, Yeah, you know, like where weird stuff is going on and it's, unseen but you know is something going on mm. but i think even on a more basic level than that i think mm. the fact that we're even able to dream um at night or or sometimes just you know daydream like sometimes you can go into like a little trance weird stuff like that right yeah. and i think that stuff like is is god kind of like just opening our eyes a little bit to like hey you know don't don't neglect the fact that this this physical world isn't all that there is, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I guess you know when you start to uh, when you start to get in the Word and you and you believe in Christ, you realize like He talked about this stuff too, and He interacted with spiritual beings too. But like 
where do y'all think we should even like dive into this though? Cause I don't want to dive too, too far. And it's like, hold up, pull you back in there, brother. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking yeah. there's so many different like threads, you know, like there are, maybe we should start with the bad thread and then end with the good <laughs> and, thread. And good. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, So kind of like what that girl experienced, I think a lot of us, like I know of someone else who is, I mean, even you, Marcus, you've talked about like different things that has happened to you. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like stuff. just yeah, creepy stuff, seeing uh, figures. Um, I mean, you've had some. some well, I've I've seen the shadowy figures, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, and right. I, that was like an experience that I had, like in my I would what I would call like a a transition period, you know, where like I was hearing about the gospel and I'm starting to believe. And it was like, mm-hmm. almost like the enemy's last, like, you know, like, like last resort. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm going to scare you or, you know, make you afraid or preoccupy you with fear or, you know what I'm saying? And torment yeah. or something like that wow. just to totally t- try to distract you from, you know, like your, your reading or your belief or your, you know, your heart changing, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But like, wow. that's when I saw like a, like I, man, I've seen all kinds of stuff, but like the shadowy figures that she talked about, I watched them like move through my house. You know what I mean? And uh, like, like I've heard them walk around my house, mm. you know, like, like very, very creepy stuff. I've seen doorknobs just start to like shake, like, like crazily in front of me. You know what mm. I'm saying? And like, it, took, it wasn't even like something I experienced personally. Like my boy, you know, who I still talk to, he sat there and watched it, watched it happen with me. And he was like, yo, like, I don't know what's happening, but I think it's time for me to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, wow. time to go. I've, I've seen some, some really, really crazy stuff. You know, I've, I've had like a, a tormenting dream, you know, one night uh, and then, you know, about a particular character with a certain look or something like that. And then my wife on the very next night woke up and told me without me ever telling her about my dream that she saw the same exact figure in her dream. And in both cases, it was standing in the same position in our room hovering over us. You know what I'm saying? So Mm it's like, these are are things that are like, when people tell me about dreams, when people tell me about sleep paralysis, when people tell me about, you know, ghost or, you know, demonic type of stuff, I I don't dismiss it because I've been there and I've experienced it myself. And I know for a fact that I'm not crazy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I know if I'm not crazy and I'm experiencing it, you're, you're probably not crazy either. And you're probably actually experiencing it. Yeah. You know I'm saying and in the Bible, like the Bible that we hold on to and believe in, like speaks about these types of, you know, entities about these types of beings, you know, like they are, mm-hmm. they are demons, they are fallen angels, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They, like these things are spoken yeah. about in, in the Bible. So yeah. we, I know. was just thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the new Testament, it seemed almost normal for Jesus to like, you know, meet a crowd or somebody would come up for whatever, I guess. And he would like either exercise them right there or with something or like be healed. And it, I also thought it was interesting. I don't know how y'all feel about this, but nobody seemed like surprised. Like, what is it? Everybody seemed to know. Yeah. Like to, it seemed like there was never that many conversations like, Oh, what was that? It seemed like yeah. everybody understood and demons left people. And it seemed like they just went about their business. Now that you mentioned it, I don't remember many passages where there was a lot of talk after the fact, like, Oh, what's going on here jesus you know what i'm saying like yeah. just kind of moving on like okay that happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so well, Jason, my bad <laughs> no nah, i was just yeah. gonna echo like even when uh even when who was it peter when he was locked up and then he came back to the house and met the rest of, of the believers after they had prayed and uh, yeah. the angel broke him out and the girl was like hey that's he's crazy. here and then they were yeah. like nah, that's just a spirit like you you're tripping like right. they Jeez. it normal. was just normal kind normal of things yeah that's weird yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so what was what was interesting about that is like when they saw like Jesus, like I'm glad you brought this up, Julie. Like when they saw Jesus exercise demons, like their reaction was like, oh wow, like he has power over them. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like that was more so the focus of what was going on. It's like, like, oh, you have power almost as if like they had they had known that these existed and they learned to like just like live with it. It was a normal thing and nobody recovered from it. Nobody overcame it. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? They never seen power exercised over it before. You know what I'm saying? So it was yeah. like, yeah. it was like, hold up. Like, not like who gave you the authority to do <laughs> to do this type of stuff? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was it was kind of kind of crazy. And like that's the difference we see, you know, like like you don't see the casting out of well, I was gonna say you don't see the casting out of spirits in the old testament, but you kind of do see something with David and Saul. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With, with David is, um, yeah, like like playing a instrument, you know, and the evil spirits would leave. So, but I would, I don't know if that would be a casting out per se, but you just see like the evil spirit part, you know? Yeah. And, that, go ahead. Not, you sure? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about, yeah, we need to talk about Old Testament Saul because he had a few experiences now that I think about it because mm. God, or however you want to say it, didn't it say later because of the hardness of his heart, right? And what happened with David that God either, I don't know if it's the spirit of calamity or a spirit of evil, but there was some comment, we got to find it now, talking about just that, like, but God being the one, like, in a sense, punishing Saul through a spirit, like, you're going to yeah. be stuck with this. Uh -oh. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of mind-blowing just to uh -oh. think about, like, okay. You see, Hold yeah, on. I'll just stop there. That's a different, oh, yeah. that's a that's a thread. Nah, this is where we got to go. Like, go this, is, this go is where, this is exactly where we need <laughs> to go. I got to find it. I'm, I'm so excited right now, right? Okay. Because what we're doing now is we're tying human behavior and action to a God or divine punishment. Mm. See what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're putting we're putting the two together. So it's like, okay, because you acted and behaved this way, because you did this particular thing, or you sinned in this manner, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. sending, I'm sending a spirit your way to torment, to bother, to, you know, uh yeah. you know, you get what I'm, I'm saying? I'm gonna throw in another yeah. name. Yeah. Wasn't didn't this happen with Judas as well? Like he made a choice, but I think at some point either a spirit entered him or oh, spirits tormented. It says Satan entered him. Yeah, Satan okay. entered him. It yeah. says Satan, yeah. Yeah. But he the, wasn't he tormented after that though, because he went to go kill himself. I don't think that was just a sane decision. I think I think hey, it, it, I, I think don't know. If, I don't know if that was a sane decision. I think I'm with, I think you, it, I'm with you on that. I don't know where I'm, I'm at thinking with that. About, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about it. I, I sure. think it was what I've re what I've read. Man, we need to go to that to that text. It's in one of the gospels, obviously. Mm. Um, where is it in uh, Hebrews where it talks about how Which he one? killed himself? But it talks about how he was grieved. There is something in he Hebrews, did. yes. Yeah, it, it talks about how he was grieved um, after he betrayed Jesus and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah but I, yeah. I don't know if it, I know in 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 the Passion of the Christ, the movie they had. They wow, kind of quoted it. Demon, what? My bad. I'm messing with you. you quoting oh. the movie as opposed to. <laughs> I mean, they, they showed they showed Jude, uh, Judas having all kind of demons <laughs> yelling at him and stuff. But I don't, I don't know if that's actually in the Bible. Oh. That might be what I'm remembering. You might be calling yeah. me out on that. Let's see if we can that, find it. I'll look. If I, I find know. it, I'll bring it up. But uh, <laughs> but we, I wanted, it made sense to me. That's all. So this is such a good conversation. Wow. Wow. Yes. Wow. wow. Yeah. Like, all right, so maybe you guys can help you remember this, right? So it's like Old Testament. I think King Ahab is involved. He does something or whatever, right? And God is having a meeting, right? Like with almost like, yeah, like the angels, right? Or like his the, the sons, right? And he's basically like, you know, who who uh, is willing? No, as a matter of fact, this, this makes it so much more interesting. Yeah, so he's like, who wants to take, like, God is basically talking to his son, and he's like, who wants to take care of the situation with King Ahab? And then it says the spirit steps up and says, yeah. I will go, and I will become a lying spirit in his mouth. First Kings 22. Whoa. Yeah. So Whoa. it's like. Verse 21. Like, oh, my of, goodness. Think about that, right? Like, think about the fact that, like, God didn't say, hey, go and be a lying spirit in his mouth. Right? So it's like God is not even determining how the punishment is to be carried out in this particular way. Right, but he's entrusting the angel to enforce it his own way. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? He's like, I'll, oh, I'll go and I'll do this. He said, like, Oh, okay, bet. I'm with that. That works for me. <laughs> go do yeah. your thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so think about that, right? Because like we often struggle with like angels having like free will, or you know, here you are, you know, this the spirit suggests a particular way to take care of the king, and, and then he's sent out to go do it. You know, but that is absolutely nuts it's, it's a lot man but it's like i feel like we might be diving directly in and we might we might really have to kind of scale it out we have to reel back yeah we might have to reel reel back a little bit yeah and maybe even talk about like like how did we get here where we yeah. have like you know like these evil beings versus these good beings you know what i mean um yeah. if we really wanted to kind of categorize those two you know uh and you might have heard these terms before biblically but like there's a kingdom of darkness right there's the kingdom of god or also referred to as the kingdom of light right mm -hmm. and these two are you know in a war with one another you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and it's like maybe we should kind of just scale back and talk about like how that particular like situation came to be yeah mm. yeah that's a combo I mean, yeah 
that's a rich convo. I mean, because it says they first of all, like it says God is spirit. Yeah. That's yeah. like a starting point in itself. That right. Scripture tells us that like directly. He is he is spirit. Yeah. He's not like flesh and blood. So if you're a believer and you don't even uh, acknowledge or engage anything about the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. the fact that that scripture exists and you can Google it and find it. I'm, I'm not going to do that right now, but it, it it literally just says God is spirit. And hmm. that, that for me is like, OK, what, what does that mean? You know, yeah. what, what is what is what does it mean that God is spirit? Wow. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It, it means that that he's not like us first of all in terms of he don't ha- he doesn't have like a body um and then when we see jesus ah uh, i want come on man no no, no, no <laughs> you no, already no. went like 70 percent. Go. go ahead and finish it no i was just gonna bring up how like when jesus resurrected and came back he was he was doing things hmm. that were in indicative of like him being a spirit yeah in terms of like just popping up in rooms and stuff like that i don't even know yeah i, I still I, think that's kind of funny i don't know how y'all feel about that just he could have used the door <laughs> yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying like i feel like he did it on purpose yeah oh yeah like he's it's trying, just... he's trying to show off this glorified body yeah you know what yeah. i mean like i, I, I find I'm that funny like glorified bodies right. he could have used the door lord <laughs> you out. know you can do anything you want but you just you wanted to let everybody know it's yeah. Okay. yeah so i guess where i was going is that god mm-hmm. is spirit and in the beginning um the Bible talks about obviously Jesus being the word and the word becoming flesh and Jesus mm-hmm. being in the beginning and everything being created for him and to him and stuff like that and by mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. But basically the Bible in various places just kind of explains to us that God created spiritual beings mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. before he created, at least as far as we know, like the earth mm-hmm. and, and us as human beings. It talks about, um, you know, Satan being cast out of heaven um, with a third of the other angels that existed that God had already created. Um, Job talks about um, um, how the angels were there watching him create um, creation and mm-hmm. all this stuff like that. So there's this 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 element of the Bible that uh, is extremely like spiritual, like it's right there in our faces. And I don't think it's a lot of it because I don't think God wants us to dwell on it too, too much, but it's enough of it there for you to acknowledge it and and kind of realize that you may have to engage with it at yeah. some point in your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in fact, in fact, I guess the question immediately becomes like whether you want to or not, are you right. already engaging with it? Right. I was just about to say, I was thinking, so isn't salvation, I mean, there's physical elements, but isn't salvation itself, we're believing in god who mm. became man and this was thousands of years ago and we believe by faith and by reading this book and by the hearing of the word or however you want to break it down that somehow his sacrificial life is applied to us right like if you think about it that's what else could that be like how could that even be possible yeah thousands of years later but i think by nature salvation is spiritual wow. i just don't know if we really think that's deep you know what I'm saying? That's deep, I guess that's deep, that's deep. I feel like we just we take Jeez. it for granted. Yeah, we take it for granted. I take yeah. it for granted. Like, oh, I read read my Bible. I know John three sixteen, whatever. But yeah. I, I kind of wonder sometimes. I mean, I kind of pray this prayer, but I don't think God's gonna answer it. But sometimes I like I want to see like when people are delivered or place their mm. faith in Jesus. Sometimes I like ask. He never answers me, but like I'm assuming something is moving and like happening. Like yeah. you yeah. talked about, you know, spiritual death to life, like. Somewhere, some way, isn't that? I, I wonder if that's something that you can see. How about how about this? How you know about how about he says that he gives us the Holy Spirit when we're saved? Yeah. So like, right. I mean, just, just I want to see about, it. Yeah, like you want to see the Holy Spirit entering yeah. someone. Maybe that's selfish. I don't know, but I think that would be fascinating. That's a high level prayer, Julie. Yeah. But don't be double minded. I mean, that could. Why? Why couldn't he show you that? Yeah, he could show, he showed it to people. Yeah, he showed he showed he allowed Wait, what Elijah to show. Alicia, the the chariots that were oh yeah yeah like uh I'm I'm I don't know why he he can show you that if he wants yeah that is just to give a little bit more background at least for me I haven't seen necessarily the spooky stuff but like I grew up in a Pentecostal church so 
it's always something going down on a Sunday. And sometimes I understood it as a kid. Sometimes I didn't, but I wondered about that too. Like what just happened? Somebody just fell out or somebody just took mm-hmm. off. And I'm, I know that sometimes there's issues with that and everybody's not genuine. So I'm not talking about that part, but there's been some I've seen. I'm like, this feels genuine. I feel like something is here. I don't know what's going on. It's a lot of noise and music and all this stuff and people are responding. So sometimes I, yeah. I do think about that. That's kind of like a little bit of my background of like how I get to like, sometimes I ask these prayers, like, I wonder something's happening. I can see it just like the result, but Mm. I don't see like what spirits are moving. Who's what's being cast out. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know, that's, I think that's the reason I became fascinated with like demonology Hmm. right there is because with demonology, you see the overlapping of the spiritual and the physical realm. You know what I mean? Because you have a spiritual entity impacting a physical person right right? and so that physical person manifests something that is happening on a spiritual level so there's this overlap right there right and so like when i started like i got into this there was this one phase where i could not i literally could not stop looking up like deliverance videos right and of course like you said like some of those things are are fake but some of those things when you see them it's like creepily real you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like to the point where it's like, oh my goodness, like this is out here and we aren't talking about this. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so but no I became, convo afterwards. It's just like yeah. that happened. You come back to church the next week and it's like, okay, no discussion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, what's interesting about that is like in some cases, in some places, it's so real of a thing where it's almost like there's expected manifestations. Yeah. And in other places, it's not even touched on. You know what I'm saying? Certain houses of God is not even touched on because it's not an expected manifestation. You know mm. what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, it's I, I find that to be interesting also. But, you know, like with, with demonology, you f- you see this, this overlapping and you kind of see like um, this spiritual realm that we, you know, that kind of coincides with the physical realm, you know, in, in, in the space that we move around and even uh, kind of come full circle you know what i'm saying so it's it's, uh it's incredible but like it's like just to kind of like because jason you kind of started walking through the story of it right so there's like you know the the angels were here you know like god who is spirit created more spirit beings in the beginning you know then he created man who is a spirit but with a manifested physical body you know what i'm saying um there were some angels who fell uh, and became those who were in opposition to God, but yet they were still, you know, under, I guess, like God's sovereignty. You know what I'm saying? And even, yeah. even uh, assuming like a new role, almost. Yeah, under was, His sovereignty. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. I wanted to jump in. You just reminded me of my previous thought that I lost because we had several great rabbit trails, and I came back to it. <laughs> um, I think the core if we want to use the title or the phrase spiritual warfare kind of like what you all were saying and i'm just trying to connect the dots that the core of it and like almost the the beginning the origin the inception is like trying to be god like creation trying to be god so that's part of why at least to my understanding correct me if i'm wrong that's why the third satan and the third were kicked out yeah it wasn't that they were necessarily inherently bad is that they began to basically try to vie for the same power that God has pride right pride right so I'm just thinking out loud just trying to kind of make sure that we ground this because we can go like a whole bunch of different places like if nothing else I think that's the core like to some degree between good and evil and like the idea of spiritual warfare is evil in a sense it's almost like almost like it's not even bad inherently it's that it's against anything against God by definition is evil so any type of spirit any type of entity moving trying to undo you know what I'm saying or cancel or like change yeah. The will of God, I think that's kind of how we get all these different movements. And that's to some degree what I believe, at least what demons and Satan or whatever you want to call yeah. it, yeah. they're attempting to kind of thwart God's plan for salvation or yeah. anything in between there. And it, and people get upset when, when I think Christians talk this way, the way we're talking. And because it could sound like we are dismissing people's other spiritual beliefs. But uh, just from the truth that we stand on is you know when, when when the scripture says stuff like um satan himself you know presents himself as a, a angel of light like these other spiritual things that people do and believe they don't altogether sound like evil in your face you know mm, yeah but there is what i guess what we're getting at is that this spiritual war that's going on is is being fought 
by an enemy who is very like cunning and wise and he was literally he's he's made by god he was an, an intelligent being just like you know you know if you want to call man an intelligent being you know so it's not like this uh upfront in your face scary at dark shadowy thing all the time like the spiritual war is like a very yeah uh is carried out by some formidable <laughs> opponents maybe maybe we ought to answer the question of what the war is for oh my right? gosh yeah, yeah like let's, let's let's I jump like everywhere let's like why jump everywhere yeah. why why is there a war to begin with and what is what is the war for yeah you know like like why because <clears throat> think about what we're saying right we're saying like like god is sovereign god you know he's, he's all powerful he's god right how is it that he's warring with like this lesser uh you know evil being you know yeah. what i'm saying why is this war lasting so long yeah you know what i'm saying like like how did we get in the middle of it yeah you know what i'm saying um like answer, let's start to answer some of those questions maybe yeah because it's like, why is he? Why is he allow, allowing a resistance? Yeah. To exactly to something that obviously he's God. He's all powerful. He can end it right now. He could destroy Satan right now if he wanted to. Yeah. And he yeah. has. Yeah. Which is a totally different thing. <laughs> talk, in terms yeah. of just knowing that God doesn't exist in time. Right. But he is the beginning and the end. He know, he's done all things. He knows all things. But there's still this aspect of we are in time and satan has not been thrown into hell yet and condemned forever yet and yeah and why ahead, and why, why 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 go ahead julia i'm not i don't want to talk too much man you got me thinking now like it's so many things like i don't if because if we i have more questions actually i don't even have answers i have more questions to tag okay. on to that which is because i thought about the the concept of why would god create a world where he has to in a sense kill himself Mm-hmm. If he's God, could he not create a different type or style? I've thought right. about that often. Like, I mean, and we're glad we're glad that he does. Of course, salvation is amazing. Everyone I think is, I hope is thankful for it. But mm-hmm. I always go back to that. If he's all knowing, he's perfect. He knows what we're going to do and what it's going to have to cause him to do, and he still did it. Yeah, you know. So you know, to me, if we answer that question, we got to answer the other ones. I have no idea. Is my is what I think. So, so I'll, I'll like say his way I, is higher than ours. And I don't know. He's got it. Well, let's talk. Go ahead, Mario. Let's talk about say, game from scripture. At least. What I believe. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe not yet. Give me one second to, 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 to say my, my, uh, my stuff. I don't know Great. if you think scriptural. <laughs> oh, right? my bad. Okay. <laughs> but maybe it is right. Maybe you guys can help me add support to it from the Bible. But I would say that the war at the center of this war is free will. At the center of this war is free will, right? So if we think about it, right, like God creates this human being that is not a robot, right? And he gives him choices. And he says, if you do this, you know what I'm saying? You get you get everlasting life and you know, eternal life, and you can yeah. chill in the garden, hang out. But if you do this, you know what I'm saying? Uh you're gonna spiritually die, I'm gonna have to kick you out the garden, you're gonna be, you know, subject to all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just kind of before even diving into the details of, of the story itself, just like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm considering specifically the question that Julia had about why God created a world in which he had to kill himself. Right. I think that's a, I think that's an incredible question that we all kind of need to ask. Right. Yeah. And so if God did not create robots, right. That will automatically worship him. There was always a chance then you know what I'm saying? That we wouldn't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so what he did, right, was he had, <laughs> I hate to phrase it this way. So y'all clean it up. But like, it's it's plan B. It's the backup plan. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, should this ever happen, right? There's a plan of redemption. You know what I'm saying? To redeem those who, but think about it. Think, think about how specific this is. But it's like, to redeem those, right, who would choose in their hearts to worship me. You see what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. he he saves us, but then, you know, I love, I love after salvation, after he reveals himself to us, right? After he reveals himself to us in our, our personal lives or whatever, our love for him is not automatic. 
I love for him is, is freely given. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so here it is. You have this system where it's like, I'll allow you to choose which way you want to go. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so like, but I got I to gotta have some way to redeem you to myself without, without at the same time, we got to remember that God is, God is like holy. God is righteous. And mm-hmm. when God speaks, God, God speaks, he speaks, you know, it's, it's, the, it's a king speaking. It's decrees coming out of his mouth. Like whatever he says, because he's holy, he's also subject to. You know what I'm saying? So if he says like, like this is, is what it's going to be, then, you know, like, so God can do anything except, th- let's think about this for a second. Like he can do anything except lie. Yeah. Right. And so if he says that, you know, righteousness is defined by this, you know what I'm saying? Then that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Right. And so once humans cross that line of like, you know, they're no longer righteous, they are now unholy. Right. Like he has to, you know, and, and his holiness won't allow him to do certain things. Right. But it's like he has to now find a way to redeem them back to this place of holiness, redeem mm. them back to this place of righteousness. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I guess what I'm trying to say, and I know this is like a long winded answer. It's good. It's good. It's like, you know, like him creating a world where he has to die had everything to do with the fact that he gave us free will. And what he ends up with in the end is genuine love from those that he saved. Yeah. And so he never yeah. asked for automatic love or automatic worship or unwillful worship. What he ends up with in the end is just the, you know, this family of daughters and sons who truly love and truly worship him from the depths of their heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, choose, choose, you know, what you want to do. You know what I mean? But some of y'all are going to choose a way to, you know, uh, eternal damnation and some of you guys are going to choose to worship and love me out of the you know the the pureness of your heart or whatever you know what i'm saying and so it's kind of you, you kind of look at it almost like like the world is playing its part this time is playing a part of like a filter you know what i'm saying where it's like by by your free will you're deciding whether or not you will be because because in the end all of the people who don't love him and who aren't in relationship with him they're done away with you know what i'm saying so He's using this world as a filter for those who use their free will, you know, at after salvation, after he's drawn into, drawn them to him to love yeah. him purely. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. You know? And I, I want to tag on to that. I think because because what we're trying to answer is a, a question that I think, you know, hopefully we'll get the answer to one day face to face. It's a hard it's a hard question to try to answer is like his creations. I just from what I read, I don't want to sound too vague, but I think for his glory, you know, is a big part of the answer. It's like he mm. has created all of this for his glory and for his glory to be revealed to us. And this is sending Jesus Christ and us being sinners and angels and spiritual realm and all this stuff existing is for his glory. Because, I mean, if you think about it, he is the ultimate of of anything in all creation you know he is i mean scripture says that like angels long to look at what we experience as in 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 god giving us salvation is something that angels long to like see and uh it also says that like he uses the church to display his wisdom to angels like he uses us for that so there's this aspect of God doing it, like kind of like what you're saying, like for for him to like display his love through us loving him. Yeah. In a certain way. Um, yeah. it's, it's just a lot. And, it's yeah. A lot. And then like <laughs> just and just going into the, the idea of, uh, you know, like because because we, we ask, like, why doesn't he just kill the devil? Like, why doesn't he yeah. just stop all of this stuff? But like there's this scripture and I think second Peter like chapter three, where it's like, it's talking about judgment day. It's talking about the incoming, the day of the Lord. And he's like, look, Peter's just like, look, like with God, one day is a thousand years. I was just thinking about that. And he was like, don't think God is slow. Like we, we consider slowness. Mm -hmm. He was like, but remember that like God wants everybody to come to repentance. Yeah. And it just made me think that like, he, he literally knows every single person who is going to live and has lived. And he wants all of them in their own free will, like you're saying, to like come to love him. And he already knows what they're going to do, but it's playing out according to the 
this time that he's created. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. crazy stuff, but it's like yeah. it's yeah. there. It's there. Yeah. And so in in this time, yo, it's it's it, yo Dan that that passage in Daniel is is wild to me. When who is it? Is it Gabriel or no Michael? The angel Michael. I know you're right, Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. Who talks about how he's been warring in the second heaven, and he was resisted and ah man. Do y'all know that whole account? It sounds I, I'm familiar. Is that the one where he was like for several days and he, yeah, he was like, he, he it's almost like he said I was late, like I was in spiritual traffic. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I made it. Like, well, he was warring, right? Like, yeah, so, Daniel yeah, prayed. Using you, it you know it, Marcus? I don't huh? know it's the specifics. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know the exact like uh, scripture and verse, but essentially the story is the like, account. Yeah, yeah. Like Daniel was praying for understanding right of you know like whatever action to take or what was going to happen or something like that right and so i said i knew the story and here i am like whatever whatever like like (laughs) glossing (laughs) over big details but essentially like the point that we're trying to highlight here is that david went on a a fast you know or i guess like he humbled himself daniel daniel yeah 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 yeah, daniel humbled himself through i guess like uh so yes some some uh kind of like you know what we call the daniel fast today i'll put it that way um and he asked God for understanding. And when the angel shows up, he says, yeah, I've actually been, you know, trying to get here, you know, for like 21 days or something like that. He was like, and I, yeah. you know, like, he was like, but as soon as you humbled yourself, you know, and prayed and asked for understanding, that's when, you your know, prayer I, was heard. Yeah. your prayer was heard. And, and so that's, yeah, I've been traveling since then. But when I was traveling, I ran into, you know, like the Prince of Persia and me and him been, you know, like, like we were wrecking and I actually had to call for backup. You know, and I called, I called the angel Michael and Michael showed up and, you know, he, he allowed me, I mean, he, he helped me out to the point where I could, I could actually come and talk to you yeah. and that message. And so it's like so many elements in that short, <laughs> those, yeah. those few verses where it's like, right. hold up. <laughs> That's a wild story. I'm just listening. Like I've read so this hard to wrap like, head what? So it's, so what? it's like angel so wars going right. on you know what, are y'all, what are y'all fighting with you know what i'm right. saying are y'all using like swords are y'all using like some what kind of special sound like? angel sound? power you know what i'm saying is it silent like, <laughs> yeah, is it explosions like, exactly like what y'all what y'all got I don't artillery know if I what kind of artillery y'all working with you know oh, what i mean man. like it's probably crazy it you is you know what i mean it is but then it's like hold up like here's this angel like hey hey mike can you send mike i need wait, help wait. you know what I'm the mike show like, what's going on man right you know and then here he go he That's stopped funny. with the prince of persia he's like That's all right funny. all right gabe go ahead get out of here man go deliver that message yeah you know it's like <laughs> i wonder how long it takes danny you know say sitting there like praying and, and humbling himself and bam an angel shows up like yeah hey, i'm trying to get here bro. <laughs> out of breath and i'm here <laughs> Here you go. Here's here's the message. Absolutely. (laughs) Like that's a wild scene. Yeah. You know? And then it's like, hold up, well, where is this place that angels war? Mm -hmm. You know? I was just thinking that. Like, how does it how much time does it take to travel? Like, what are we talking about? Or are they just here? And why why are you against this message being given to Daniel? Wow. Why are you why are you against you know me entering the place? Yeah. To to give this message. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like for me, there's like one mm. scripture that puts all of this in perspective, right? Yeah. It puts all of it in perspective. And like, uh, I think it's in the book of Matthew. I'm gonna get my scripture references one day, right? But you can look it up where it says <laughs> like, Jesus is talking and he says, the gospel of the kingdom must be preached to the ends of the earth. And mm-hmm. then the end will come, mm-hmm. right? And so how does this particular scripture put everything in, in, in a, you know, like a perspective? It's because like God sent, Satan, it says, you know, and Jesus says it. He says, you know, I saw Satan be struck down to the earth as lightning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so the earth became the place that uh Satan, you know what I'm saying, like like dwelled. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh when he came, you know what I'm saying? Like uh obviously he was in the garden and he was trying to, we talked about this, I believe, in the last episode, like wrestle um dominion from the man whom dominion was given to. Yeah. in the garden right and he was successful in doing so um by getting the man to listen to his you know his lie and believe his lie yeah. right and so you see this this switch of like man from this position of dominion to satan having dominion over the man right and so the thing is like god is calling the man back to uh himself right he's calling the race of man back to himself but satan right doesn't want 
like the race of man to find him his way back to God. Why? Because it, you know, and, and, and so the gospel is being preached for man to find his way back to God. And Satan knows, according to scripture, according to the way it was laid out in the book of Matthew, and what Jesus said himself, that if the gospel is preached, you know, to men, then the end comes. And so when the wow. end comes, Satan is done away with, yeah. right? All of the evil beings and the third, you know, everybody who disobeyed God, all those who, you know, are humans who disobey God, they're all done away with. God is going to perfect this place that we live in. And so Satan knows yeah. that in order for him to exist here, to remain here, to have a presence here, to even be, you know, possibly even, you know, uh, I, I guess alive. I don't know if you would use that word. You know what I'm saying? Like he has to prevent, like to prevent his own judgment, he has to prevent the gospel of the kingdom from being spread. Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so Which like, makes sense. Cause if yeah. God is being patient for that purpose yeah. and more people are coming to faith and it's like, he's advancing towards his goal. Exactly. Yep. And so, so now that puts in perspective, like what this entire spiritual warfare is ultimately about, mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? Like it really all comes down to people like learning about Christ. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm. if people learn about Christ, they'll be saved. So then if I am the enemy, if I am Satan himself, my entire motive, my entire like goal on, on, on every day is to make sure that nobody else is hearing the gospel. Nobody else is, is coming to Christ. Nobody else is, you know, so at all costs, I'm preventing the message of Christ. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so you can see how that's playing out in our real world. You know what I'm saying? But it's also playing out on a spiritual level. You know, and that's what the spiritual warfare is about. That's why when this angel is coming, you know, he's 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 uh, restricted by the prince of Persia. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, oh, oh, oh you ain't about to get no uh, God message through here. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? And then they, and then he fighting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's and I was constant resistance. Yeah. Yeah. And even while you were talking, I was thinking about what's the what's the basic premise of war? Is it not always? Or is it isn't it not about power? usually power and like yeah. territory like at the very base Ooh. level wow like we're fighting over this space this region this Ooh. you know what i mean oh, this I place or these or maybe this nation this people we want to take them over and so we got to go in this way and tear down this wall because we want to you know inhabit yeah that's kind of the or, or maybe somebody has um i can't think of the word but kind of like trespassed and so yeah. now there's a war like we have to protect our our gates so to speak so mm -hmm. I, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Even in, I feel like we kind of get the answer as well, just in the term spiritual warfare. Like that's the basis of some's wrong, right? And some's got to happen. Yeah. I mean, not all of them, but a good portion of them, I feel like you can boil down to just even yeah. regular wars. Like it's power territory. Yeah. Some related to that. Yeah. And even if maybe a, a nation or whatever might be outmatched or outnumbered, it doesn't matter to some degree. Like if they believe yeah. that they can, like they'll go ahead and go to war. So I think that kind of, connects the dots as well too even though we know um or if you don't know that scripture says like satan is defeated he will be defeated and this will be a done deal at some point but mm -hmm. you can't tell him that so we kind of have a continuation because he's he has nothing else he can do his his fate yeah. is sealed so it's kind of like he's almost in a fish tank yeah i mean he's yeah. he's buying time right right that's so, what i'm so, saying like he's there's nowhere he can go so think think about like think about like as all right. So like, like everything right now that's happening in the world tends to be like feeling like it's like, it's like the enemy's like turning up right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's really like, kind of like on another level, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and increasing almost daily. Right. If we, if we look at just like the state of the world and just the things that are happening here, like, it's like, Whoa, like Satan's really, really showing off. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, also think about the fact that like, we're in a time where information is more accessible than it's ever been, right? Where the gospel can be preached, the gospel can be preached in so many different ways. It's so many different avenues, so many different mediums, right? And so if I'm trying to prevent people from talking about the gospel, right? Maybe I can't prevent people from talking about the gospel, right? But what I can do is I can distract them. I can drown out the gospel. I can keep right. their attention turned to, you know, a million other things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can get them, you know, so, so then we start talking about like, how is the enemy working? Right. It's like mm -hmm. the enemy is like one of his ways. It doesn't always look evil. Like Jason was saying earlier, it doesn't always look evil. What it looks like a lot of times is like distraction, diversion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as I go, let's go back to what I was talking about in the beginning with the whole clubhouse thing and people being on spiritual journeys and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If I'm on a spiritual journey trying to find 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like something spiritual to hold on to because I started to have this belief that there's something more than what is physical here, right? Then what the enemies are going to do is she's going to step in, right? And that's another thing we haven't talked about yet, but like the power of spiritual beings over the mind, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm the enemy, what I'm going to try to do is like, as you're on that spiritual search, I might not, you know, try to take, I can't take you off that spiritual search, but what I might do is push you in a, another direction, like nudge you in another direction. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you're, you're looking up Christ. Yeah. You should check out Christ consciousness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. or, or like the new age version of Christ, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Or, you know, like this, this, uh, you know, or, you know, these other manifestations of Christ, maybe, maybe uh, Christ is just a descendant master, a ascendant master. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? The one they talk about yeah. is a descendant master. But, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe he's just an ascendant master and maybe he was one of many teachers and beings that came here who exactly. you know, received the light from God. Well, and so the prophet, he was just a prophet. He wasn't the Messiah. He, you know, salvation is, is, is not really, you know, uh, anything to do with, you know, uh, the blood or anything like that. Salvation is just a frame of mind, yeah. you know, like all that kind of stuff, right? So it's like the enemy is like, like, like he's presented in Genesis. He's subtle, mm -hmm. he's cunning. You know what I'm saying? And, and what he's, what he's, his whole goal is just to distract you from like the truth and his, yeah. his, you know, game plan. It, it has many different, uh, you know, like devices and, and, and like so many different ways <laughs> to yeah. carry, to carry the, the, the truth is, is so key in what you said, because yeah. I think oftentimes there's this message especially today of like live your truth yeah. or mm -hmm. truth is relative you know yeah. it's like that is that is the biggest oxymoron if you just simply just look at it like no there is the truth right i can't have my own truth and you have your own truth right, right. that doesn't yeah. even make sense there is a truth and we have to live according to it yeah mm -hmm. and if one of us does and one of us doesn't it's going to be some conflict and you see that constantly that's that's the whole that's the the that's one of the the issues we run into spiritually, I think, because we have now we have a Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. but then we also have our flesh that that is conflicting with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And then we also have the world that doesn't want to hear anything about the truth, but wants to just be prideful. And then we have Satan who's influencing us, yeah. trying to tempt us and is using other people to tempt us and harm each other and all and deceive each other and all that other stuff you're talking about, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I mean, today, as of this recording, we're, we're, uh, the whole Capitol Hill, mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know, protest, protest is going on yeah, and they rushed right. it and all of that stuff. And man, just looking at it from a spirit, spiritual perspective, God, God wants, all men saved. Let's start there, right? Mm -hmm. And God wants all of us on one accord in his salvation as believers, right? When you become a believer in Christ, there's plenty of instruction to live according to the Holy Spirit, be in the spirit, live, you know, uh be in a, be in one accord with one another, be of the be a one mind. We have the mind of Christ. All this one, 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 right? Right. But now what does Satan do? He creates this division, not a godly division of righteous and unrighteous. It's just, I don't like you because you're doing this. I've, I've, I've heard people say some very, very nasty things in the spirit of like, uh, this is what's right. Yeah. Meaning like, I've heard people say like, you know, man, I don't even want to repeat some of the stuff. It's just, it's just mean. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not justice. It's just like, well, that's what they deserve. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm looking at this just from what we're talking about, like a spiritual thing. Like Satan is, like you said, like he's, he's running amok, dude. Like, yeah. and yeah. even believers, I think are like being like uh, deceived with some of this stuff because of, you know, the, our flesh, uh, the pride that is still in us, the sin yeah. is still in us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that, a that's you know, a but tangent, but no, I, I love the fact that you brought that up. You know, because it's just like, yeah, we we are we are being deceived too. You know, in addition to what you're just saying, you know, we're being deceived by like worldly arguments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like worldly arguments and ideas and you know uh, pers perspectives and stuff like that that are being kind of like presented to us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like there are things that like God is pleased with and that God is not pleased with. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like a lot of the, you know, like uh, 
what we're seeing today is like challenges to what honors God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, like we we talk about, you know, a lot of different topics on this show or whatever, right? And, and you know, like uh and uh yeah, I guess I guess like uh it's it's I don't want to pinpoint a particular topic right now, right? But it's like yeah. we we you know you can look at what God honors, you know, you can learn, and that's that's another thing too, is like like you have to kind of spend time in the word to understand the character of God, the personality of God and what it is that he like desires. And he, he kind of makes that known, you know, in his law. Right. And then, uh, you know, even Jesus, like a lot of people don't know, but like Jesus, you know, gives, gives like 50 different types of commands, you know what I'm saying? To to kind of paint for you a picture of like the character of, of God, you know, what honors God and what displeases God or whatever. Right. But it's like, if you're not familiar with that, then, you know, what the world says is, is okay you know, yeah. or is the norm or, you know, is, is what we're aiming for, what is progressive and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. it, you, you, you won't see that it, it challenges what honors God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, but like, even that, you know, is a, is a part of like this spirit. Cause, cause you think you got a question, like what's behind everything that dishonors God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like so. For, I guess what I'm getting at is, is is this, right? It's like when you start to look at the Bible for real, you start to see that like the foundation of all things is spiritual. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like when you when you're going through like the Old Testament and you're watching like you know uh, the Hebrews go against. I mean, I said the Hebrews, but like the Israelites. Yeah, the Hebrews in, in Egypt and stuff like that. Like, even if you look at the battle with Pharaoh, like that's that's a highly spiritual, it's a spiritual war, mm-hmm. right? It's two groups of people serving their gods, right? And the gods influencing them, mm-hmm. right, to do particular things. You yep. see what I'm saying? And so you fast forward to where we are today, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that there's a, a dark spiritual force um, and then there's like the force of God, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, what we have to see is like uh, a lot of the things that are being presented to us today are actually stemming from the enemy, the enemy's force, the kingdom of darkness to oppose the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's, man, we, we can get into details, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Go ahead, Julia. Yeah. I had a thought. I don't, I don't know if I'm, Y'all are okay with turning it too far, but I definitely want to make sure we end this positively. We, we definitely talked a lot about, you know, all the forces that oppose God, but I think we I want to make sure we have enough time, at least some time on what, like how God has empowered us to overcome like all of these things. Yes, these powers are very real, but at the same time, like they wouldn't even exist without God. Like mm-hmm. they, they exist because they're coming against him. Like, and he is the bigger... Yeah you know, and the greater yeah. and the more, you know, powerful Go and ahead, all that uh, being. So I want to make sure we, uh, you know, t- discuss a little bit, at least that aspect, like, what do we, what do we have? How do we, even some of the stuff we talked about, like, how do we combat some of these things? Like if we are in a quote unquote war, for sure, that implies that we should be fighting, right? <laughs> if we are being fought against and opposed then. So, yeah, I'm curious of us chopping that up. That's like three mm-hmm. questions in one, but. Right. I mean, that that is pointing to, a, I think, what may be one of the weightiest all covering verses um, that that addresses everything that you just said, everything that we're talking about in terms of the spiritual realm, which is Ephesians 6 and 10. And Paul, um, he instructs him, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So one, for anybody who may be listening to this and be like, what the heck are y'all talking about? Like y'all talking about angels battling and all this stuff. This is a New Testament scripture directly from Paul telling believers who are just like us living after Jesus resurrected that we do not war against one another. Essentially we, he says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, cosmic powers, and spiritual forces in heavenly places. 
And to number two, to get to Julia's point, he says at the beginning of the verse to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might and put on the whole armor of God. And he talks about the armor of God at another point. But like, yeah, that is what we're instructed to do. Aside from, you know, obviously prayer, seeking God's face, trusting in the Lord and all of that, there's this direct instruction um, to uh, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his mind, put on the whole armor of God. That could be the, be a whole different episode talking about what that means exactly practically. Yeah. But, but like there is there is like a way for us to to deal with with this spiritual war that's going on. You know what I feel like? I feel like we scratched the surface here. Oh, honestly, yeah. I don't I don't feel like uh, like we I, I feel like we touched on probably 25 different things. Yeah. And we need to like almost have like a follow up, ep- like pick one of the things. It's, it sounds like a series to me. It's, it's feeling like a series. Like we need to pick something and yeah. like do a deep dive on it. You yeah. know what I mean? And kind of really, really break break that thing down. Cause it's like I think that the the understanding of the spiritual realm is so vast and there's so many different concepts that it's almost impossible to talk about in the time that we try to take and talk about it today. It is, yeah. it is. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think that like each one of these things like really truly deserves like more conversation and to yeah. be like fleshed out a lot more you know what i'm saying because yeah, we didn't get into the say, fact that angels can manifest themselves and yeah meet you right. what that experience has typically been like in the bible yeah what what the d- demonic experience has been in the yeah. bible yeah all the types of angels are uh the different strengths of these different spirits some come out by praying fasting all this yeah so it's like yeah i'm with you yeah it's and like cover. like like i think you know even the conversation right because like a, like a lot of this, you can hear and you can still have the question of like, how does this affect me? Mm-hmm. Like, is all this just happening around right. me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But not affecting me. How mm-hmm. is it actually impacting my life? What does it look like on a daily basis? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? How can I know if I'm actually experiencing spiritual warfare? Wow. And then if I recognize that I am, what do I actually do about it? Yep. You know what I'm saying? What does the Bible say? You know, as far as like my power and or authority in this matter, you know what I'm saying? And how does Jesus fit into all this? Wow. You know? Yeah. I think we need to go back through the episode now and create it. I feel like this is our outline. We could just go back through it. Yeah. Take some notes and just see what, what, what next we want to cover. Okay. good. Yeah. Like I got, I'm looking at scriptures. I'm thinking of them and I'm like, man, I don't have the time to, at least with the, I want to at least read second Corinthians 10, if that's okay. It's like two or three verses out of there. Um, that I was thinking about it while you were reading, uh, Jason. I'm going to verse three though. It says, "For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds." And then it goes on to talk about we're destroying every um, ar- argument and lofty opinion, that whole thing against the knowledge of God. So, mm. let me think about that while you're My talking. Goodness. Like we are the ones waging, and it's according to the Spirit, and we have weapons plural. And, that, and they have divine power <laughs> to destroy strongholds, whatever that is, whatever that is. And we're destroying arguments. Verse five. Wow. What is that? How do you destroy an argument? Wow. I want to see it. Yeah. Oh, this is so anyway, awesome. that might be. I guess this we got a couple awesome. episodes now. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. So so this was our intro. introduction. <laughs> yeah, I guess, we, just, yeah, we just figured that out, that this was the intro to a series yeah, we that we're about to do on spiritual warfare. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I know we kind of like, we went to a lot of quarters and then came back and, you know, but, and you know, that's how we do anyway. We have organic conversation. That's here. what this is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, mm-hmm. but we do, we do plan on, you know, as of now, as of just now, <laughs> well, we, we yeah, just happened. talking about these on things tape. in more detail. Yeah. Probably some more study. I feel like I need to go study now. Yeah, yeah. You can't just talk about spiritual warfare and be everywhere. You got to know what you're talking yeah, about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, man. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. Yes, yes. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. Later. Later.